A dude and a chick walk into a studio. A dude and a chick walk into a studio. <laughs> a dude and a chick walk into a studio. <laughs> a chick and a dude walk into a studio. Now, dude and a chick. Ah, come on, you don't like that? I like that. Can anybody tell me why a dude and a chick is walking into the studio? How about that? A dude, dude and a chick, chick walk, walk into, into a studio. studio. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to our second episode of A Dude and a Chick Walking Into a Studio. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Justin Charles. My name is Katie Carroll. And we're here. Yeah. Yay. We, we made another second one. episode. Yes. We're chugging along and we're just <laughs> getting it out there. For everyone who listened to the first one, thank you so much for thank your you. time. We really appreciate it. And as always here at A Dude and a Chick Walking Into a Studio, our duty here is to provide a fun, relaxing educational and chill experience to our listeners yep so let's just go ahead and chill guys exactly all right so we did have some people who wanted to know about um the hashtag poop john <laughs> comment at the yeah. end of last episode apologies for not explaining yeah that. it was an inside joke which is we, sh- we should probably just go ahead and uh, explain those yeah. as they come along let's just clear the air yes all right our um engineer john pop at work here, he receives uh, quite a lot of packages and mails and st- mail and stuff. And so, on a lot of those packages, people often typo his name. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. So, we usually get packages in for Poop John, since the surname is always <laughs> first in the, in, the, in the shipping label. And very recently, we also had Hop John, H-O-P-P, Hop John. So there's hashtag poop John, hashtag hop John. There you go. It, it, it was an inside joke. We, we weren't going to put that in front of everything. Yes, Actually, we so, still are. Uh, yeah. So anyone who wants to, you know, hashtag poop John, hashtag hop John. Uh, hashtag can, blessed. Hashtag blessed. Uh, yes. We can start this craze. <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's make poop John viral. Sir. And I know I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. Which platform is the hashtags? That's Twitter, right? That's everything. That's everything? That's everything now. Because, okay, so I'm uh, kind of social media illiterate. Uh, I'll, gasp. Don't, don't gasp. You're the one who's been doing all of the, I mean, yes. all of the, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter, because <laughs> I don't really. Uh, I mean, hey, it's um, a job. It's, so. <laughs> well, it's not a job. It's, it's a hobby, and I, I enjoy it. So, yes, that is where hashtag Poop John comes from. Yes. So, today, really wanted to talk to you about um, kind of growing up in, in Trinidad, because uh, that, that is where you are originally from. Yes. Um, you've been in America for quite a while, but <laughs> your experiences, uh, obviously, as a kid, as we've talked about in at length yeah yes. at length different times you know our experiences have been different you know growing up uh yes <laughs> you know as opposed to me growing up in you know america. a little a little town in america uh and you, you i grew up in, in a little country that's that's smaller than the smallest state in the u.s <laughs> all right um so our topic today is i guess trinidad and uh, Tobago. Let's not forget our uh, oh, yes. twin uh, country island, Sorry. twin island nation of Trinidad and Tobago there. Um, okay, imagine if you will, a very, very calm beach. Okay? And just laying out on a beach chair, just relaxing with a book in one hand and a Mai Tai in the other. Mm-hmm. Watching the palm trees just sway gently in the breeze. I'm there. Yeah, you're there? Okay. 
Now, get rid of all that because that's not actually what it's like living in Trinidad and Tobago. Well, in the Caribbean, sucks. rather. Um, sucks. I mean, yes, you can. <laughs> you can do that. A lot of people I've met think that people in the Caribbean, all they do is just lounge around on the beach. And I mean, because that's what they do, you know, if they were living on that, I, I suppose. But life in Trinidad is pretty much like life everywhere. It's... um life you got to get up go to work or go to school or do what you got to do yeah um trinidad is the southernmost caribbean island it's right next to venezuela Mm -hmm. people never really know what or where trinidad is or have never heard about it when i tell them i'm from trinidad yeah let me just give you the crash course columbus discovered us in 1498 named us la trinidad after the three peaks we have on one of our mountain ranges we were spanish for the longest while then they invited the French over. The French uh, planters came over because it wasn't populated enough. And then the British came and We became a British colony. And that lasted until the 1960s. And we became a republic in the 1970s. So, yeah. I'd like to start off my description of Trinidad and or the differences between Trinidad and the U.S. in one, one topic. Chuck E. Cheese. Don't laugh. Chuck E. Cheese. All right. <laughs> No, no, I am, I am pissed. I am royally pissed because growing up, I remember a time when there was one television station in our country, mm-hmm. TTT, Trinidad and Tobago Television, which is actually coming back in the future. Then we had TV6 and then we had Channel 4. So it was just three channels. And so, of course, growing up in the early 90s and late 90s, we had cable, which brought a lot of American television to our country. And I mean, we had American TV shows on our local channels. Um, There wasn't a lot of locally produced television product, content rather. Mm -hmm. So we'd see all these commercials for Chuck E. Cheese on on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon (laughs) or all these places. And that goes for everything. Like you see commercials on cable and you see little snippets of Americana and you have no access to it. it. You just build up this image in your head of wanting to go and visit these places. Yeah, man, Chuck E. Cheese looks so tight. I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. I, I mean, you build up this excitement, this hype, and then you become an adult before I even came to the U.S. Even after that, I was just like, yo, I'm here. I couldn't go to Chuck E. Cheese because what's a grown man going to do? Go to Chuck E. Cheese by himself. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, you'd be that the creepy man. I mean, I'm the creepy the man wherever I am. So, I mean, that's the guy who looks at you from across the street, baby. Um, but anyways... <laughs> No, no, no. I don't know where that came from. But I recently had the chance to go to Chuck E. Cheese. One of my wife's family members, he's six years old, for his birthday party, went to Chuck E. Cheese. And I sat in in a booth there, and I was just taking it all in. And I was like, yes, this is the culmination of one of my life's dreams. And I sat there for like 10 seconds before I realized I hated this place. Yep. I hated this place. I wanted to get out immediately. Not, I, I mean, I, I love the kid we went to the birthday party for, but the place itself was just so full of children yelling and screaming and crowded. Yep. And it's just like, yep. this is not at all what I imagined. And the kicker, the kicker, the kicker, here's the kicker, Katie. Back home in Trinidad right now, long after I left, a Chuck E. Cheese opened. That was bastard a chucky e. cheese opened <laughs> and i'm like and it's and it's, it's, it's so close to my house too so close to my where i grew up 
going back home on vacation. It's like, what? Why is this here? <laughs> no, children here growing up should experience should not be able to experience the things that they I was deprived have of. The fun. Exactly. No, 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 no. Absolutely <laughs> not. So, um, seeing places like McDonald's and you know the Happy Meals and stuff, yeah. we did get McDonald's eventually, but it only lasted for a year, and then dropped, and really? then now it came back like again after I left. Yeah, I don't know what that Why was about. Why did it drop? I don't know what that. I don't know what that was. Interesting. About. Now we have Wendy's. Ooh. Yeah. I, you're like, really getting up there. Once you get I mean, Chick-fil-A, I, I you're know. all set. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. No, but one thing that we did have that was on cable and on TV, like we had KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, ever since, like ever since I can remember from before I was born, probably KFC. And it was good. Like I enjoy KFC. I don't enjoy American KFC because <laughs> in Trinidad and different countries, you have different recipes. Yeah. And so what I grew accustomed to that was so good to me there mm-hmm. was like it's greasy this and is, greasy and disgusting here. I mean, it's still it's all it's all greasy and disgusting. I mean, it's yeah. just it, it is fried chicken. It but. just depends on, on what your taste is. <laughs> it just tastes glorious. Oh. And so yeah, the different experiences and, and being in Trinidad growing up there, our technology was, you know, we were this is my interpretation. This may not be true. Like at least five years behind in terms of technology with America. Mm. Like I still remember dial-up. Like my first internet experience is dial-up and it remained dial-up until, wow, until 2000 and until I left Trinidad actually. And when was that? I came up here um, to live in 2005 uh, for mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, there are a lot of things there watching through media that I didn't, that I expected rather in America like, did you know that all taxis are not yellow? Like, I mean, that completely blew my mind. I, I did not every know that. Every TV show, every movie, <laughs> taxis are yellow. Yes, yes. They're and all I mean, like, as yellow. Yeah. I, 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 was I just, don't know why. I was just like, I was not prepared for like a blue taxi or a white taxi <laughs> or just a regular different color taxi. That was nowhere in my consciousness as being possible or even existing. And then... I always wanted to ride in a school bus, man. Like the yellow school buses, it looked like so much fun. At least going to school with your friends and stuff. I'm talking more about the American side of of things or different side of things. In Trinidad, it's a small country. People usually take public transportation to school or, you know, walk. Yeah. Back in the day when I was growing up, at least, I did a combination of both because I lived pretty close to where I went to school. Mm Mm-hmm. It's an easygoing island. A lot of things that you only realize after being away from it and going back. Mm-hmm. I kind of miss the easygoing nature, the, the, the peacefulness. Yeah, I can imagine. Because America, uh, a lot of America is real fast-paced, real like go, 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 go. Rat you race know? kind of Yeah, thing. rat race, you know, fend for yourself kind of thing. Uh, that, that's really cool that it's, you know, your country was more chill. More relaxed. I mean, you you wouldn't Um, really notice it unless you leave the country. Yeah. Unless you come to another place because everything is relative. If you come from a place and you know it to be very fast paced and everything is always busy, 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 you don't know in comparison to other places how exactly that looks or that feels. Yeah. After coming up here and seeing exactly like people having to work two or three or four jobs just to Mm -hmm. survive and in Trinidad with the right job, like a lot of your time isn't spent. And again, this is 
completely and purely through my perspective. Mm-hmm. Isn't spent at work or we are a lot more easygoing, I guess. I did have uh, one very important question. Yes. Um, so do you guys have any like specific, you know, because of course there's a bunch of fast food places here mm. and everything. Do you guys have any ones that are specific to your country? Mario's Pizza. Mario's hey, Pizza. I kid you not. <laughs> what? Mario's Pizza. Mario's Pizza. Now, did they uh, did they talk like that? Was it like an Italian no, thing? It wasn't an Italian thing. No, they're, okay. they're busting out my bad so, Italian accent. And and that being said, yeah, this is not your real accent. <laughs> you are a fake. I am a phony. I am a, I'm a fraudster. Um, so I will I will switch to my Trinidadian accent, and we will continue the interview at at this pace. Until I get tired of it <laughs> or become markedly confused because I'm talking to an American. My brain kind of works like that right now. I've spent way too long speaking with the American accent. I have used the American accent for the longest while while I live here. Initially, that was because I was into amateur voice acting, which we'll talk about in the upcoming episodes. But I would start talking with an American accent, not having practiced. And halfway through the line or lines, I would revert back to this Trinidadian accent. And so I decided that I had to fully immerse myself in the American accent to kind of master it and be able to efficiently wield it, you know? And so I just spoke with an American accent all the way through college. And it kind of stuck. Like if I'm speaking to someone with an American accent, my brain just automatically goes to the American accent. Now, if I'm speaking to someone with a Trinidadian accent, I switch to that. And you can imagine how confusing it is for my brain when I'm speaking to my wife and my mother or my brother or any other family member in the same room. Because one minute I'm, hey, how are you doing? And then I was like, yeah, boy, you know, you're talking. <laughs> your brain kind of like starts messing up and you merge the two. But funny thing is, the way I'm speaking here now with this Trinidadian accent, this isn't a full Trinidadian accent because I spent so long with the American accent, I've had to rearrange and change how I pronounce things. So even speaking like this, any Trinidadian who would be possibly listening to this would be able to tell you that either one, I'm faking this accent here, <laughs> or two, I've spent some time abroad. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I usually have to be at home fully immersed in Trinidadian culture and language for at least a week before I get back into the full swing of things, like the full accent and the full slang and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as soon as I go back home and people who don't know me, they're like, oh, you're from America. And I'm speaking with a Trinidadian accent. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm Trinidadian. I, I was born and raised here. What are you talking about? It's like, no, man, you, you, you have an accent. It's like, no, I don't. This is my Trinidadian. I'm using my actual accent here. No, man, you have an accent. No, this is my accent. This is, my, this is how I talk. But anyways, I digress. Yes. I'm going to go back to the American accent because it's going <laughs> to, this is the entire problem here. It's just like, it confuses me. So going back to viewing things through the lens of media in terms of seeing what America is like, 
when you read up on American history and stuff and talk about all these like all these important events and wars and about the founding fathers, etc. Mm-hmm. And you're from another country or you're from Trinidad, for me anyways. America is so big, you don't really get a sense of where these things take place. Like, you know the names, you know the places. But having been here in the um, Washington, Maryland, Virginia area, I'm slipping back into my accent here. <laughs> l- 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 in the DMV. In the DMV, yes, in the DMV. The good old DMV, yeah, yes. Yeah, well, there we go. We're talking about accents. I'm all straightened. Okay, stop that. That is <laughs> offensive. That is a stereotype. That is not the hey, way. Hey, I know a lot of people, including family members, my family members who talk like that. Well. I'm just going to say that. Okay. I can't, I can't, I can't say anything <laughs> to that then. All right. But yeah, I mean, like. I say that without the love in the world. I mean, yes, you love your family. Yes. I would imagine you would. And it's okay. I hope you do. Continue. Okay, I will. Um, when you look at all these, like the wars and all this stuff, like George Washington and stuff, and I'm here in Virginia and in, in Maryland and D.C., and it takes the mind a second to connect it. All this stuff happened right here. Like yeah. all the stuff that I've read about and I've seen documentaries on. Like I can actually go to the theater where, where, where Abraham Lincoln was shot. Mm-hmm. I can actually go to like see the house that the, the, they, they, they hatched that conspiracy. It's actually a Chinese restaurant now. <laughs> it, it's it's in, in Chinatown. I'm, I, just the scope of what you learn and actually coming here. And being in the vicinity of where all these things happen, and yet you you kind of disassociate it with it because now, in the present, you can't really see it, you know? Yeah. I live right next to a battlefield, mm-hmm. like, literally, like, almost right next to it. And, yeah, just, like, being there, they have, like, a, a an old house that's, I mean, it's it's been reconstructed a little bit, mm-hmm. but that's been there since, I believe it was the Civil War. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's just... Yeah. The area is complete. It's just, just littered with history. And and that's just the things I can think of from the top of my head. The American history is so interesting to me. I've done a full deep dive into everything, considering you have to. Like, it's a foreign land. Their history is not my history. And certain events that happened here did not happen over there. So it's something that I immerse myself in. And I'm very... History is so interesting. Everything about it is interesting. Oh, 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 oh. I have a bone to pick with America for your heat. How dare you be so hot in the summer? <laughs> How dare you? I agree How with that. How dare you? It's like, Because you guys didn't. I, did you guys have humidity? You we guys, have humidity, but, but nothing not, not the like crushing, this. disgusting humidity oh that gosh. we have here in Virginia like, and Maryland. In <laughs> in. The summertime in America, and I guess it depends on where you it, are, but it here. It totally depends because in California, there's no humidity. Oh it's like gosh. 60 degrees all the time. Yeah. Look, it's gorgeous. I mean, he, like here, at least where we are right now, during the summertime is hotter here than it is all year round in Trinidad. Oh my God. All year round. Oh my God. And this is somebody who goes back. I've lost my immunity to the heat, by the way. Thank you, America. <laughs> I go. I, I I was raised. I was born there, raised there until I was the was eighteen, and I've been here in this country for thirteen years. Every single time I go back to Trinidad, every single time, heat hives. I have to take like three showers a day because I'm sweating like crazy. I kid you not. I take a shower. And I take a shower. I stand around the house. I'm not exercising. <laughs> I'm not exerting myself, mind you. Stand around the house. I plant myself in front of a fan or something. And then 
I'm like dripping wet and I have to go back and take another shower. And it's, it's so. Hang on. I thought you said that it was hotter up here. Oh, it is. It is. I sweat here too. <laughs> like that's like I sweat here too. It's, it's, it's hotter up here. Yeah, but it's just like different. It, it, it's different. Yeah. Um, and another thing like in for my wedding, we went out for my wedding. Um, mm-hmm. My wife and I got married in Tobago, which is, as I said, Trinidad and Tobago is one country, two separate islands. Tobago is more of the, the tourist centered island. We went there, we got married there, and we spent our honeymoon there. I have never been sunburned in my life, Katie. You're lucky. Except, except, <laughs> you know, like dramatic pause, <laughs> except for when I went on my honeymoon. The, that's the thing, though. We had the ocean breezes, the breezes, the island breezes. Like, we were in that sun, that hot sun that caused mm-hmm. me, to, me and my wife to get sunburned. Mm-hmm. And we had no clue it was that hot, yeah. Because the breeze was just blowing, yeah. And so it was nice. it was so it was cool, mm-hmm. you know. But then I'm I'm I, I understand I'm painting a contradictory picture back and forth. It's so hot <laughs> and it's so cool, but but it's 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 different. The U.S. is just a separate monster, <laughs> and and not and another thing, snow, snow. <laughs> okay, so when the first time I saw snow. It was the winter of 2005. That's when I first came here. Mm-hmm. I'd seen snow before in movies, obviously. I see that <laughs> I look on your face. I saw that look on your face like, oh, wow, <laughs> have you never seen? No, I saw, I understood that snow was a thing. I've seen it in Christmas movies and on shows movies. and whatever, right? This was my first time being in and around snow. Yeah. It was glorious. Yeah. For all of about five minutes. Until you realize how darn cold it is. And black ice. I Ooh, slipped in. I ow. slipped in. and Yeah. <sighs> garbage. Okay, woosa. That's woosa. the, yeah, that's the worst. And, uh, an, and one more thing. Allergies. <laughs> I did never <laughs> had seasonal allergies. I, I never had any seasonal allergies before I, I came up here. You know what's weird is that I don't think I've ever heard about anyone in any other country having allergies. So I, mean, I, I wonder if it's something in America. I mean, no, not, let's say seasonal allergies because you could be allergic seasonal, to other things. Yes, yes, obviously. But, you know. and I'm, like, I'm, not a, I'm not an expert <laughs> I'm in that, so I'm sure there are other places where you have seasonal allergies. Yeah. But my God, I grew up in a country where there are trees galore. Mm-hmm. Like there's trees everywhere. There's bush everywhere. Well, not everywhere. Okay, we're not a we're not like a, a jungle <laughs> nation. We are not. We are not. It's not. This isn't Tarzan times and like pterodactyl and whatever <laughs> dinosaurs or whatever. No, but we have an abundance of trees. We're the Caribbean. Okay, come on. It comes with the territory. No allergies. No allergies. And then I come up here for the first let's say six or seven years of me being here. Nothing. I did develop sinus issues up here. I've never had that in Trinidad. And going back to Trinidad, I've never, like, in in the country, it's never a problem. But up here, after six or seven years, I start feeling sick like a cold, like I have a cold all the time. And even you know, like, even up to the point where we started working together. 
I would always be like, I'm not feeling it. I'm sick. I have yeah. the cold or something. And you were so concerned. You're like, dude, you're getting sick all the yeah. time. Go to the doctor. And I'm like, no, it's, you know, it's. I'm it's... still concerned. No, but <laughs> I did. You were just sick. <laughs> well, yes, that, but that was allergies. I knew what that was. And that's the, I found out. I found out. I found out after, like, after the fat, like, all those times I was sick <laughs> and have been taking cold medicine for something that is not the cold. Yeah. And it's. It's completely, it's completely disrespectful. <laughs> I would say. D- hey, I mean, you can't blame America for that. <laughs> I blame I mean. America for lots of things. Hey, that's the man. one. That's the chief among them. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. We have lots of flowers and and trees that you yeah, know. Yeah, but how like, dare you be more they, so than the Caribbean, though? I mean, like, you know, because like these we are planets, a smaller, we are man. we are we are nestled in a smaller <laughs> space, a smaller space. So like literally, we should have a lot of that, but we don't. <laughs> and it's it's just uh, if you might have noticed, my voice is is still recovering, still recovering. But that's because yes, the allergies. I was hit with allergies. I lost my voice. <laughs> He went through, uh, was it two or three things of tissues? Uh, two or three boxes. Two boxes of the tissues. Yeah, two boxes don't, of tissues in don't two worry, days. Don't worry. I have, I do have, um, I do have oh, Purell. Purell on my person. At, not well, not, not right now, but I do. <laughs> at my desk, I have Purell, making sure that I, I do not infect my coworkers with uh, anything. But yes. Mo- moving on from that, shifting back to uh, Trinidad. <laughs> yes, like <laughs> um, um, let's go to my schooling, as it were. School is a completely different beast. I mean, it's the same in principle. Like mm-hmm. from growing up, and even now, both my parents were educators. My mother is still um, she's a supervisor of schools. I guess what you guys would consider a school superintendent. Mm-hmm. We have the British system. Like we were a British colony. We have a British system of education, more focused on academics than anything. Yeah. Like when I came up here for college, um, one of the things that I found myself at a disadvantage with is you guys in high school. Like I know it's probably not all high schools, but your extracurricular activities kind of gave my fellow students a leg up. Like they had radio clubs, school newspapers, school you know, all these yeah. other clubs, extra extracurricular clubs yeah. that gave them the experience, yeah. at least start of the experience to come to college and already kind of have some sort of competency yeah. in what you're doing. I did not have that. Mm. Um, we had ham radio club, we had choir, and we had sports. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we had other, um, I don't know, different schools have different things. And especially, it may be more diverse now. I've been out of the country for... Over 10 years. So growing up, we didn't have those extracurricular things, which is kind of in terms of development, academics is important. Yeah. Academics is very important. I agree. Um, but those extracurriculars that give you experience for things to come. Yeah. Like a lot of people, their lives kind of peak in high school because academics, 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 yeah. academics. Yeah. And then you're kind of not all the way around it. And so... That's the one thing in hindsight, having been up here, I'm kind of like, I kind of wish I would have had that mm-hmm. experience. Like even being in like a theater or something. I mean, we did have theater stuff as well. Like that, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> in terms of just learning how to operate the machinery that we're using right now. 
yeah. Using using I'm, being able to use cameras and um, yeah. all that kind of stuff beforehand. Yeah. You know? I got to say, like, I was lucky enough to, like, you know, do that stuff. We kind of did the production in the theater as mm, well. So, excellent. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I was more of acting, but mm. we all kind of pitched in and... Did different things. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. but And even, like, we do theater, but in my experience, we just focus on the acting. Leave all the technical stuff to the people at the venue. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like... That's one of the things I really, really felt like I kind of got gypped on personally. <laughs> but you learn to compensate. Like, you grow. You see clearly what you're missing. And then it kind of gives you a, a line of, okay, this is something I need to focus on. Because a lot of people going into college just like, oh, what do I do? Everything. Just focus on everything. But, yeah. you know, I, you kind of focus on bridging that practical gap. Yeah. And then move forward from there. And mm. high school, as I said, we have the British system. So we had like the O levels and the A levels. Like, have you ever read Harry Potter? It's like the owls and whatever the other thing is. I can't remember uh, off the top of my head. It's it's like that. We have yeah. different. We have like years. Love we call those. Uh, yes, yes. I did. Oh I God. technically did. That's I guess. so cool. Um. So we don't have middle school in Trinidad. We have primary school, which is elementary here. Then high school. Honestly, I don't, I don't understand the point of middle school. Neither do I. Um, but I mean, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know why we have that. Some places don't, though. I've seen, I've seen some mm -hmm. places start to starting to fade that out. I have no concept why middle school would be a thing. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, in, in Trinidad, we didn't have. There was no need for middle school. It's like growing up in my time, in my time, back in my day, <laughs> we had um, something called common entrance. It was. And a final, it was like an exit exam for your high, um, elementary school. Mm -hmm. How it worked was you choose five of the high schools that you want to go to, right? List them in, in order of which one you want to go most. So your first choice will be where you want to go the most, yeah. essentially. Mm -hmm. And then you work backwards until the least desirable choice. Yeah. And... It was multiple choices. No, it was not. Was it multiple choice? Jeez, I can't even remember. I don't know. I think it was multiple choice. Well, it's been so long. Like literally, C. I am thirty-two years old. I am an old <laughs> guy. Okay, but yeah, it was. It was quite a while ago, as you could imagine. Which high school you went to was basically dependent on the scores. So certain schools would only accept if you if you got ninety and above, ninety percent, yeah, or above, and then certain other schools would be less and less. So. Uh, you know, a big thing will be made of passing for your first choice, which means, oh, you get to go to your top school, you yeah. know, and that kind of left some people behind. Yeah, that um, kind of sucks, especially if you're just if you're just a bad test taker. Yeah. Like I, I know a lot of people who are just bad test takers. They're very smart, but just. But that's another thing. Like we also have the stigma of what the best schools are. Yeah. And then throughout your high school experience. You, you kind of keep those stereotypes. And then when you come out into the real world, you meet people and you see, oh, these people are very smart, well-rounded individuals. Da, 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 da. Which school did you go to? And it's like not one of the pr most prestigious schools, but that didn't like school prestige is not really something that matters for much. That That's awesome. Though. It's That's so good it's, that it's not like a kind of classist. I mean, it's, thing. I mean, I'm sure to a point. I wouldn't say it's classist. It's just. Eh, how do I describe it? It's, I guess the, the way you put it would be best. Like some schools are considered quote unquote better than others. Yeah. Um, I won't name names, 
I got into my first choice, which was tough. I will say, though, my first choice, I guess our reputation was worth it because they only accepted like people got 90 something and above. Mm-hmm. And that's not tooting my own horn. And I'll tell you why. Because my first exam, after my first semester there, you pass for your first choice. So you're like, oh, think I'm smart. I'm the, I'm the jam, you know. I'm the jam. Where, where did that come from? <laughs> wow, that was such an old man thing to <sighs> Leave say. Leave me alone. I'm, I've, I'm, I'm I've got gray hairs and I'm everything. And I'm, I'm just self-conscious. I'm just playing off what you said. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling good, high and mighty. So we, we have report books. And so it's like a report card, but it's just like, for your entire duration at the school. It's just like a book with all your for, for teachers to put in your grades and stuff, mm-hmm. go, even going all the way up. Mm-hmm. And we usually get placed. Like we have our grades, but we also get put into like, oh, this person got the highest grade, so they're the first in class. This person got second highest, so you're second. So on top of like your individual grades, there's a stigma of, Oh, you came first in class, you know, second in class, third in class, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And there were like 20 something kids. So ima- you know, oh, imagine you're like, you're last, you came last place, oh, essentially. Yeah. Um, and so coming up in primary school, the worst I had ever placed was sixth out of like 30 kids. Dang. That's the worst. I'd always been in competition with one or two other people in my classes. Mm-hmm. I would come first, they would come second, they, they would come second, I would come first. Yeah. And then there was this one girl who will not be named right now. <laughs> she knows who she is if she listens to this. You know. She, near the end of my primary school, she came first every single year. Every single year. And then I came first once. I beat her once. <laughs> then she and was like, can't she, have that. No, she cried. She bawled. I Aww. was so, I felt so, like, you, you can't even jerk. let, you can't even let me, Aww. let me experience that win properly. <laughs> you were just like, I was just like, are your parents going to beat you? Because I, like, what? That's like, so sad. Like, I mean, it's. No, it's not sad. I won. I came. I, mean, I studied harder. Okay. <laughs> you 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 should have given her. No, I. That, there, but, <laughs> that's the teacher. I'm joking. That's the I'm teacher's joking. job. I'm but joking. yeah. So I came first. I was used to coming first or second or third. Yeah. First semester at the school. Twenty first. Wow. Twenty first. Nice. My father was about to have a conniption fit. Oh really? Ooh. Like, um, my, both my parents were teachers, so yeah. I was never allowed to not yeah, be. Yeah, they were not, not be having that. I was like, wait, I'm smart. I'm supposed like I got past. I passed <laughs> I for this. I passed for my first place. I'm first choice. I'm supposed to be smart. And then they're like, yeah, but keep in mind, all these kids who came into the school got the same, Gosh. got ninety percent or higher. And so the second <laughs> semester, twenty second, I got worst one place oh down. Oh my gosh! And then after in the third semester, I was like, nope, nope, no, this is not happening. This is not happening. This is not happening. I studied my butt off. I came, I got sixth place. Third semester. It's from 21st to 22nd to 6th. Nice. And well, I was that's like, a real big improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and if you had um, a dad like mine, there was no other outcome. <laughs> there was no other <laughs> outcome to that. Um, but yeah, that's high school. We have forms. We call it form one to form five. Those are different years. Um, we don't have grades, which is why someone says, oh, we, I have a kid in grade, whatever. Like, I have no concept of what age that would be. Yeah. You know, we have one more high, year of high school more than you guys, but we have one year less of college. So college is up here four years. Yeah. 
colleges in Trinidad University of the West Indies is a three-year institution. So we have an extra year of high school, Form 6, mm-hmm. after, four, after Form 5. If you decide to go further, you could go get your A-level exams, which you study for. Mm-hmm. And now, Katie, I have done five years of college. Mm-hmm. Howard University proud HU alum. I have written the GRE. I have taken SATs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The A-level exams remains to this day the most difficult <laughs> exams I have ever written. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's go away from school because I'm getting flashbacks here now. <laughs> PTSD. Uh, PTSD. Going back to media, I love Seinfeld, okay? Deal with it. I love Seinfeld. It's a great show. That's fine. I mean, Snow, everyone loves Raymond. But, I mean, you know. I mean, I didn't really watch either of them. <gasps> Blasphemer. I know. Blasphemer. Gasp. Yeah, gasp. This is a gasp situation. <laughs> I was more in the Ren and Stimpy. Me too. But I mean, you have to watch classy TV. I mean, you know, yeah. Anyways, Golden Seinfeld. Girls. Oh, yeah. Golden Girls. Yeah, is that's my, my jam. That's my jam. That's, oh my gosh. That's my jam. Anyways. Um, anyway, so going back, we'll <laughs> no. talk about Golden Girls. We'll have a whole episode on, on Golden, Golden Girls. Girls. Heck yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. make that happen, people. <laughs> um, but yes, Seinfeld had an episode where they had a supposedly Trinidadian character. Right? <laughs> Supp- I say supposedly. Now, this guy, his name was John Paul, which is like already a more Haitian-ish name. Not that we don't have John Pauls or we can't have them, but it's, it more delves into Haitian. Yeah. His accent is Jamaican. <laughs> it's like that episode made me kind of like, bruh, <laughs> what are you doing? Come on, man. It's Seinfeld. I'm supposed to like you. Oh, why, are you why are you crapping on my, my, my people like that? Caribbean islands aren't all Jamaica. Let's just say that from now. Caribbean islands aren't all Jamaica. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with Jamaica. <laughs> but you're not But we're Jamaica. not all Jamaica. Okay. We have we, we all have our supposedly sing-songy accents. I've never really understood that anyway. Like, this is my Trinidadian accent. I don't hear any kind of sing-songy feel to it. It's just like a flat Welsh-British-ish accent to me. <laughs> I don't hear any kind of sing-song accent, but people tell me, oh, your accent is so cool. I'm like, no, it's just flat, man. It's just it's just what it is. I mean, because we're, you know, as Americans, we're not really used to hearing, I don't know, we hear the the quote-unquote foreign accents, and it's like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Oh, it's my so gosh. It's so exciting. You know? <laughs> Anyways, um, there's a lot of stuff that we can cover with regards to my Trinidadian experience. Um a couple of things like Halloween. We don't have Halloween in Trinidad. We see Halloween constantly on TV and mm-hmm. through, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, we've never taken part in it. And Halloween was always interesting to me. Like, it was always like you dress up and you go out and trick-or-treat. And, of course, I missed out on that. And now I'm an adult. I can't go trick-or-treating, you know, because I'm a big dude. And I'm just like, hey, trick-or-treat. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> hey, yeah. trick-or-treat. No, you don't do that when you're an adult. Unless you have a child with you. I got invited to like Halloween parties where people did it, but I'm not a party person anyway, any kind of party person. <laughs> so I like to stay home. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And my, my wife's working that out of me. But last year I did um, partake in Halloween in terms of like I went to a Halloween party from a friend and I, and I, went, I did the whole nine yards. I dressed up as Darth Vader. I got the whole bodysuit and everything. I just had like a, one of those really cheap masks to just like put on there. But I went outside my apartment to go to this party and a kid, this, this, this mother and this tiny child, she's like, 
oh my gosh, I need you to take a picture with my kid right now. And I'm like, oh, sure. And so I, I just like edged behind the kid. The kid hadn't noticed me yet. And I was just like, oh. And the child looked at me and I just started bawling, just like literally bawling. Oh. And the mother, she was just like, yeah, this is excellent. This is going to make a great picture. Oh, yeah. I and, love my child. And so I was like, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, no, I don't want this baby to cry. And then I was like, yes, feel the power of the dark side. Oh. And it was oh just, my gosh. it was dressing up for the first time for Halloween was, I'm apprehensive. I'm a big dude. Wearing skin tight things aren't my thing, usually. But it was fun. Like, I even brought the mask to the office, and yes. Katie and I did. She, she was I, dressed I up was, as a. Uh, I was a Jawa. Yes. yes. And we made, we did some like candids, yep. <laughs> candids okay. of um, oh. Darth Vader, Office Vader with um, the Jawa. Yeah, I was a Jawa. And my, my husband, who is, I think he's over a foot taller than me, was an Ewok. It was, <laughs> it was hilarious. Bizarre. But anyway, so yeah, was, I dressed up uh, coming into uh, into work, and Justin brought his mask. Halloween is one of those American traditions that I can I can see myself. I probably won't go all out this year, but like I can see myself doing things, you know. Yeah, and so when I get a house, probably like do trick or treaters and stuff. Definitely. If anyone has any uh, suggestions for. Um, Justin's uh, Halloween costume. Oh, just no, no, please go ahead. Don't. Yes, please. Uh, Facebook us, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, Facebook at Dude and Chick Podcast, Twitter at Dude Chick Show. Yeah, I guess uh, whatever. Let's let's let's, 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 <laughs> let's see what we, let's thing, see what people. we can let's see what we can do here. I, I may <laughs> if we get a strong enough uh, a strong enough following going who wants uh, wants me to dress as something, I may do it. Okay, I, I, I we'll it. see. No, never. Do it. Never. Never. Oh, 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 yes. So, <laughs> Do the wave. Another thing about America and Trinidad, difference is food, food. Trinidad is a very multicultural country, and that's what I love about it. Um, we have people of African descent, of course. We have people of East Indian descent, and we have a lot of mixing and matching and, like, you know, different religions, creeds, races. It was a great place to grow up. Gives you perspective in the world, you know, about the world and about different types of people. But with that, and with the melting pot, comes food mm. of all these different cultures. So we, we have a lot of food that involves like rice and provisions. Provisions are like yams and potatoes and sweet potatoes and plantains um, and fig and stuff like that. And we usually just like have rice and we put something over it like uh, red beans or like we usually we complement the rice with something else. We have a, a dish called kalalu. Mm -hmm. Kalalu. It is very tasty. Um, it's this big, look, I don't know how to, how to describe it. It's just this, uh, <laughs> you know, you put vegetables, you mush it up. I don't know what, what actually, what kind of nice. vegetables go into it, oh, but you gosh. like, Basically, you mush it and, and swizzle it into like this, 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 yes. We have swizzle sticks. That's what you call it. You just like swizzle yeah, just the funny. stuff. I, if anyone could see, I wish we could get a video I'm, It's, it's like, you, okay. No, it's, it, what, it, what, what, the, the swizzling motion <laughs> is like, imagine you trying to light a fire by rolling a stick between your palms. That's what I'm talking about. That's the swizzle <laughs> motion. Swizzle. It's the new. Swizzle. It's the super new, cool. No, it's uh, old. Dance move. It's it's ancient. It's ancient. It's, it's an a, ancient. It's a swizzle dance. But move. anyways, so you basically swizzle that down into like a liquid, like a little, 
soupish kind of thing. And you just like put it over rice or put it over these things. And you just, it's so good. It's so good. And we have corned beef. Your corned beef is not like what we call corned beef. What we just call corned beef, you guys call corned beef hash. Yeah. Because my wife cooked corned beef. And it's just like literally like <laughs> a, a, a long strip of meat. And I'm like, this is not corned beef to me. And she's like, yeah, it is. And then we just like figure it out. Oh, corned beef hash. Okay, got it. So basically we have a lot of those. That's just, you know, traditional. We have macaroni pie, which is... Macaroni pie. Is that like mac and cheese, but... I mean, yes, if you're a, if you're a simpleton. <laughs> yes. No, macaroni... Look, okay, for the sake it of... It sounds delicious. It, I mean, I'm is. not knocking Look, it at for all. For the sake of expediency, let's just call it mac and cheese pie. Mm. Okay, whatever. Macaroni... I'm mac, hungry. Uh, mac, yeah, okay. It's right. past lunchtime. Yes, it is. We're recording <laughs> past lunchtime. We haven't eaten. But and we have from the East Indian, East Indian culture, we have rotis, which is basically what I can describe as a burrito filled with curried potato, curried chickpeas, which we call chana. Oh. And any kind of meat that you want to put in there. Um, you have potato rotis, which is just like, um, yeah, the the the... the bread-ish kind of thing, the burrito-ish kind of thing. And you put in the, the curry chickpeas, the curry potato. That's just a regular potato roti. Potato roti. Potato roti <laughs> is what I meant to say. It's what you meant to say. Okay. I can't do it. No. You, you can't do the accent. Don't try. I can't. Wait, I can't. Yes, try the accent. Say, say no, something no, in the I'm accent. No, I'm good. I'm good. Look, come on, Katie. I'm good. Come I'm on, good. Katie. Continue you have, with the food. You have me here. You have me here giving you an illustration. I have done so, it before, and you have. I have um, left you out of the room. Yes. yes. Anyway, yes. but yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah, it's like that, and you can put meat in it, and it's awesome. Then we have the finger food doubles. Man, we could eat him immature, and I didn't accent out to go to the accent to, to truly articulate. Doubles is like. You have two pieces of fluffy bread. It's not that's the only way I, I, I will know how to describe <laughs> it so people will understand. And you have like this kind of sauce of like curry chickpeas again, or chickpeas. You just like put it on there. You put all sorts of seasonings and like all sorts of stuff and you just put it together, wrap it up. We have vendors like on the side of the roads, like you have lines of people just standing there eating doubles and it's like, hey, here, like I want another. Give me as I can eat, and then I'll just settle up the debt, settle up the um <laughs> The payment, the check afterwards. It's like, all right, eat, eat, eat. All right, here, how much I owe you? All right, here you go. It's it's really, the East Indian food in Trinidad is really good. Like, hands down. We have, like, African meals, um, East Indian meals. We have Chinese food, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, a, a population of Chinese people in Trinidad, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, avocados. Let me, let me just break down. <laughs> you guys and oh, your people. tiny, puny avocados. I look down on America for its puny avocados. <laughs> At my mom's house. We have an avocado tree in the backyard. That's life. That is life right there. <laughs> so the avocados are huge. Like that's what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can you get two meals out of one avocado. And now I, I came here and I'm like, yes, I'm gonna look, go to the grocery store, get avocados. It's this tiny little t- t- uh, tennis ball shaped. Yeah. What? Like, what is this? What even is this? Yeah. Like I have to buy like six of you just to be a one, like one thing. It's it's crazy. But anyway, I, I remember your rant, uh, oh gosh, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, dude, I've I've never seen a 
big avocado. Like I've only seen that. <sighs> you showed me a picture and it was like, oh my gosh, that, that is, thing's freaking huge. That is, that is oh it's my like, gosh. But I think it's just the the Haas avocados. I think uh -huh. that's I think that's what mainly our avocados are, and they're teeny tiny. Teeny tiny avocados. Yeah, yeah. get 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 those out of my face. Cut. I will be happy to report to any Trinis listening in the United States. You can get the actual true avocados, the zaboka, as we call them. We zaboka. Call them, oh God! Don't no, ever try oh. zaboka. 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 Yes. No. No emphasis on the, on any of those. Zaboka. Yeah. Like you sound no? like Hispanic. Oh, trying gosh, to put like a okay. Hispanic no, I'm to just it. gonna stop. You continue. No, you can say. You can say. No, you can say it. I'll just make fun of you. Um, zaboka. There are places like you know international supermarkets that have them, and you know I've learned to go there and get them. It's it's great. It's it's lovely. There are a lot of things that I didn't have growing up that are indigenous to here, as it were. Even like just snack foods and stuff like that. I didn't have a sub sub subway sandwich until I came to the U.S. I never had a burrito before I came to the U.S. I was surely a delight to all my American friends when I first came here because it's like, hey, let's have this. What is that? And they're like, yes. I, and I just had a chimichanga for the first time ever in my life. I had a chimichanga, not just strictly like because of two Deadpool. weeks. Of course, strictly because of Deadpool. It's at 7-Eleven. Don't judge. I love 7-Eleven. They're great people. Good coffee. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, there are lots of foods that I still probably haven't tasted in America. Like, I, I you always ask me, like, Every so often, hey, you know, you talk about this food or talk about this snack food that you had growing up. I'm like, I have no clue what I that know. is. Like, oh my god! Like, I've never even had Lucky Charms. I've I know. I, I, I just and like, I, 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 I can't even. You can't. Okay. I can't even. You can't even. Can I, I, can't I can't even. You can't even. I can't even. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Because that was like a big staple in my childhood. Was Lucky Charms and Fruity Pebbles. I mean, and we, I don't. You haven't had either. I haven't had it. We ha no. And we've had. We have cereal. Like we have Frosted Flakes. <laughs> like we have all those things now. Like it's not like we don't have them. Yeah. It's just like I've never <laughs> tasted them. I've never had. Like I saw the need to taste to taste them. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do another show where I just try yes. all these. Um, um yes. you know, American foods or things Let's i've never that. tried i will gather that together and we will do that we might have to videotape it as well because i want everyone okay to so that will reaction. be a facebook extra that will be a facebook extra um cool so um yeah that's 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 food and i think we've gone on long enough growing up in, a, in another country gives you perspective on a lot of things that's why i always advocate people to travel um yeah i wish i wish it was kind of mandatory uh in college to go uh, to or really that. even high school yeah better better yet high school because some people can't afford to afford go to college to travel, yeah. yeah and and or afford yeah, to travel. can't afford yeah. to go to college much less Both travel yeah dear god um and so I, it would be awesome if it was kind of mandatory that you just go to a different country mm. you know it for doesn't have to kind of yeah yeah just for like a semester, just a semester. you know and just really Ex get a feel, mm -hmm. you know, really explore it. You know, I think that would be amazing. I like traveling. I just hate the process of traveling. If I could <laughs> teleport to my final destination, that would be great. <gasps> but, yeah, I really do advocate people to spend time traveling. Go to other countries, not just countries that, that are trendy to go to. Yeah. Like, you would be surprised at the things. My brother went to Panama. When you think Panama... I don't know what you think when you think Panama, 
but it's it's not tall buildings and like just it's completely built up like culture shock you know yeah and just walking around the area i plan on doing all the caribbean islands at least some point in my life you know i've i've only i've only been to mine you know trinidad mm-hmm. and tobago mm-hmm. um but it, it is important to, to to travel gain perspective see how people live expose yourself to a bunch of different people a bunch of different cultures and it helps you as a human being it helps you grow it helps you realize that hey the world is big the world is big out there mm-hmm. and people are people people are people <laughs> and we are all one world <laughs> i mean we are not trying to get a new save the world yeah. no we we are not a political podcast but and we no, will never be no never but but I'm you just know, saying, kindness you know, it's really kind of, yeah, it really gives you perspective. Yeah. I, I haven't been to too many places, mm. you know, Ireland and Scotland. I mean, that's, um, those are big. Which is amazing. Yeah. I highly recommend people go. Um, but like, I haven't, you know, and I've been to uh, Nassau in Bahamas. Ooh. But, uh, but other than that, like, I haven't really been anywhere outside of the, of the, oh, I guess I went to Mexico because I mean, there I'm you my go. honeymoon. I there forgot. you go. Um, but, but yeah, other than that, you know, um, like, so I, I would, I, I would love to definitely travel more. I love traveling. Now, I love it. yeah, it, it, like, uh, TLDR travel. If you have the means, travel. You don't know what TLDR is? No. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Where have you been? I'm so out of touch. Too long didn't read. Oh, really? <laughs> it's 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 it, it's what I, the it's what it's what the kids are saying I'll today. Be honest, all these, you know, I don't use LOL. Oh, you. I use haha. I'm one of the haha people. The haha generation. The haha generation. Yeah. I I kind of I don't know, that's my little act of rebellion to be like, "No, I'm not going to say that." So, I, but my my niece <laughs> my niece texted me something. She's 13. She texted me something the other day and put I don't even I don't even remember what the letters were and I was like what, what do does all that those mean? mean? <laughs> she was like, "Oh, Aunt Katie." Oh, old like, Aunt Katie. Oh my gosh, too old. I'm too old, obviously. And I'm younger than you, but Hey. You know, I already have the gray hairs telling touch. me that. Leave me alone. <laughs> So I'm afraid to get a haircut. <laughs> all like, all, with my hair big, all you see six or seven little hairs poking out of the top. That's fine. Get a haircut, reveal a valley of just like vast numbers of hidden gray hair that I had no clue with it. Anyways, we're getting out of touch. We're yes. getting out of, out of off the topic. But this is the end of our show. I hope you like, you know, learning a little bit about my country and just, you know, my experiences straddling both the United States and Trinidad and Tobago. Shouldn't have put it like that. <laughs> I know. But, I, was, um, I wasn't going to say anything, but you... <laughs> hey, it's, it's, you, it's, it's you the proper use. It's it, a, baby. It's a proper, you oh, straddle this it. This is a kid's show, Katie. Come on. <laughs> I Come mean, on. you know, like a horse. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> By the way, you. have you ridden a horse before? I'm fat. Why would I do I'm that? Ju- I'm, are you kidding me? I'm not. It's no. A, weight doesn't. I mean, weight, come on. What do you I mean, mean weight doesn't I mean, matter? I don't want to kill a horse. I didn't know what you want. I mean, the horses have been carrying larger people for years, <laughs> years and years. I'm just saying. Look, I, I, it's, 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 a, it's a me thing. I just don't want to crush a horse. All right? Maybe okay, one day okay. I, I'm in the process of trying to lose weight. Maybe one day <laughs> when I'm extra thin and lithe and you know, suave and all that stuff, I will, I will straddle a horse and lead it down. 
Where are we? Anyways. Anyway, yeah. Thank let's... you so much for joining us. Thank you. With, you know, at a dude and a chick walking into a studio. Um, Chabra. Again, thank you so much for spending your time with us. Feel free to leave any comments on the Facebook page at Dude and Chick Podcast on Twitter at Dude Chick Show and via email at Dude and Chick Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to talk, engage in conversation and just, yeah, you know, let, let us know what you, you, you think. Give us suggestions on what you want us to talk about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, give, us, give us give us topics. Give, give us, us feedback. Yeah, feedback. but we will be coming at you with 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 our own topics going forward. This has been a dude and a chick walking into a studio. I'm Justin. I'm Katie. Stay awesome, people. Thank you.